0: This is Plant-Based Briefing, Avoid Toxins from Bioaccumulation with Vegan Cat and Dog Food from Vacado.ca, and I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content, Plant-Based Podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles on plant-based and vegan living with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And the last episode was about toxins in human food. A lot of people don't make the connection that there are also toxins from bioaccumulation in dog and cat food. Today's article is from vacado.ca. they're a plant-based pet food distribution company. Their goal is to enable you to live your values by providing your dog and cat with vegan food that's healthy and has no negative consequences on other animals or the planet. Vegan products can be difficult to find and expensive, so they reduce the cost by importing in large quantities and they pass the savings on to their customers. They also do a really good job educating people on plant-based nutrition for cats and dogs with their blogs and video interviews with scientists and veterinarians. So, now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Avoid toxins from bioaccumulation with vegan cat and dog food from vacado.ca. Why should we care about bioaccumulation? Bioaccumulation refers to the gradual accumulation of substances, such as pesticides or other chemicals, in an organism. Bioaccumulation is responsible for large levels of toxins in our cats and dogs, contributing to a host of health issues. In recognition of the unique roles that pets play in our lives, the Environmental Working Group, EWG, undertook a study in 2008 to investigate the extent of exposure pets face to contaminants. The study found that dogs and cats were contaminated with 48 of 70 industrial chemicals tested. For dogs, blood and urine samples were contaminated with 35 chemicals altogether, including 11 carcinogens, 31 chemicals toxic to the reproductive system, and 24 neurotoxins. The carcinogens are of particular concern since dogs have much higher rates of many kinds of cancer than humans do. Cat samples contained 46 chemicals altogether, including 9 carcinogens, 40 chemicals toxic to the reproductive system, 34 neurotoxins, and 15 chemicals toxic to the endocrine system. Mercury poisoning in cats. A lot of cats love fish, but feeding it as more than a very occasional treat could be increasingly detrimental to your cat's health. The primary fish used in cat food are salmon, tilefish, and tuna. Each of them presents health issues because fish can contain toxic doses of common water pollutants, heavy metals of which mercury is the predominant evil, and other contaminants. Chronic exposure to mercury causes major problems in cats and humans. Signs of mercury poisoning in cats include neurological damage, which manifests as a loss of coordination and balance, or difficulty walking. Since these symptoms can mimic other illnesses, including thiamine, a B vitamin deficiency, mercury toxicity may not be the first thing a veterinarian suspects, so it may remain undiagnosed. Mercury is considered one of the top 10 chemicals of major public health concern by the World Health Organization. Mercury ends up in the air from power plant emissions. When it rains, the mercury in the air falls into lakes, rivers, and oceans. Bacteria in these bodies of water convert the mercury into methylmercury, a highly toxic form that gets easily absorbed into small organisms. Small fish ingest it when they eat those tiny organisms, and bigger fish eat the smaller fish, creating a loop of chronic toxicity or otherwise known as toxic bioaccumulation bioaccumulation, yet another reason to go plant-based. Our pets are usually at the very apex of the food chain, which directly contributes to them consuming mind-numbing amounts of toxins every day. Cats accumulate more toxins than dogs do. That could be due to cats being obligate carnivores, whereas dogs are omnivores. Cats are fed exclusively meat-based diets, whereas dogs generally consume some plant-based food as well, which lowers their toxic load. How can we avoid toxin accumulation? High levels of toxins pose significant health risks and increase the incidence of cancer. According to Dr. Richard Pitcairn, even more important are the very real health effects from feeding at the top of the food chain. We don't know the levels of pollutant accumulation in the tissues of animals, but in people, it has been found that well over 100 chemicals are now resident in our tissues, especially in those that regularly eat meat. Avoiding animal flesh in our diets very much reduces this toxic accumulation. Veterinarians knowledgeable in plant-based diets recommend dog and cat guardians switch to plant-based food to improve the health of their companion animals. According to Dr. Armadi May, a practicing veterinarian, there's the issue of the extreme bioaccumulated toxins that are present in all flesh foods, whether it's organic or non-organic, there's still a tremendous number of toxins, including heavy metals, which are including mercury in seafood, arsenic in chicken, and various other bioaccumulated toxins that are called persistent organic pollutants. Dr. May continues, And we do see high levels of cancer in cats, just as we do with dogs, unfortunately. And I think that their diets are one of the factors that are contributing to that. So one of the foundational principles of good health is to have a healthy, nutritious diet that's preferably low in toxins. Not only do we have the issue of the heavy metals, also the carcinogens, including glyphosate. There's a lot of roundup around nowadays, and it's in our environment, and it bioaccumulates up the food chain. So I think feeding a plant-based diet, as long as it's nutritionally complete and balanced and meets their caloric needs and their protein needs, etc., then that can actually provide a healthier option. Consumption of food lower on the food chain cohesively reduces the amount of toxins we intake. When we switch our dogs and cats to plant-based diets, we switch them to a class of food where there are less accumulated toxins, whereby directly contributing to a longer lifespan. Transition your cat and dog to a plant-based diet to reduce toxic load on their bodies and protect them from diseases associated with bioaccumulation of toxins. You just listened to Avoid Toxins from Bioaccumulation with Vegan Cat and Dog Food from Vocado.ca. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. I have a number of other episodes on vegan dog and cat food, so I'll link those in the show notes. But wherever you listen to this podcast, you can also just search for dog or cat and those will come up. When I initially went vegan, I'd heard that dogs can eat plant-based, but cats cannot because they're obligate carnivores and they need taurine. But, I've since learned that it's nutrients, not ingredients, that matter. And all of the properly formulated, plant-based cat foods have taurine and all the essential nutrients added, without bioaccumulation of toxins, without allergens that are common for cats. It's just clean, healthy food. There are also companies like Because Animals, though, that are developing cultured cat and dog food. So it will be real meat, but it'll be cruelty-free. And it will be real meat that dogs and cats would eat in the wild. Rabbit food for dogs and mice food for cats. Not cows and pigs and chickens and fish and sheep, which are common allergens for dogs and cats, but they're also not natural. Dogs and cats would never hunt and kill and eat these animals. And no bioaccumulation of toxins plus none of the other things like antibiotics that are pumped into farmed animals and the disease that they incur because of their conditions and i've got some episodes on that which i'll link in the show notes as well and i realize this is anecdotal but our dogs and cat are super healthy on their plant-based food our cat loves her food i do a mix of three kinds and our dogs love it too i give it to them as treats because they are always looking up at her bowl wanting some And our dogs are in fact healthier now that they're on clean plant-based food. One of our dogs used to have seizures, they're completely gone. The other dog had arthritis-like symptoms, and now he is running up and down the stairs like he was when he was a puppy, perfectly healthy, no symptoms, because he's not eating foods that cause inflammation anymore. So check out those previous episodes if you want more information, and please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.